Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 211 of the Drunk Dash Friends Podcast. I'm your host, as always, I'm Tyler, and joining me, we have the man, the myth, the legend himself. We have Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? Oh, man. <laughs> Quite a bit. E3 is among us, and mm-hmm. oh my gosh, this has been an interesting <laughs> last few days. Currently yeah. recording on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're trying to get as much content out to you guys listening as possible. And for those new listeners who are out there and have not heard our podcast before, before heading into E3 stuff, welcome. You're going to enjoy yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Always a good time. Uh, so if you if you listen to the Wednesday show we, we did a couple days ago... Um, Things change. Obviously, we said we were going to do a, a release show Saturday night with EA press conference talk. We we're going to release one Sunday night with um, Microsoft and Bethesda. Monday night would be uh, Ubisoft and Sony, and then Tuesday would be uh, Nintendo. Um, things change. Obviously, like I said, uh, EA didn't have a lot, so we just figured we'll just bundle it in with Microsoft and Bethesda. And then um, the article that we looked at, and it was actually an article from a bigger video game site. Had listed all the times for the press conferences. Said 7 p.m. Pacific time for Bethesda, and that's actually yep. wrong. It's 9 p.m. Pacific time, and I'm on vacation. But Gables has got to be up early in the morning, so <laughs> exactly, there ain't, ain't no way he's gonna be up till after 11 o'clock in the morning watching a press conference and want to record a podcast. So what we're doing, we're we're, we're changing we're changing it all up. We're gonna do um, EA Microsoft right now. Um, then tomorrow we'll come at you with um, Bethesda. Ubisoft and Sony. So that is what the plan is for right now. Um, things might change again, but it shouldn't. Um, and then Nintendo will be by itself on Tuesday, like what we originally planned. So you just want to go ahead and we'll just hop into EA's press conference now? All right, cool. Um, so, first up, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to run through everything that was said, and then we'll kind of jump back and we'll talk about the things that stood out, things that are interesting, things we're intrigued by, disliked, whatever. Um, first off, um, they came out with, they started with, uh, a, a band, a drum, drum line coming out with all wearing Tom Brady jerseys. Uh, <laughs> and we got a, uh, 45 second story trailer, no gameplay or anything for the, what they're calling Madden 18 long shot, which is the story mode, uh, that they're putting in Madden this year. Um, no gameplay for the game, nothing else, but that about 45 second teaser or so. Next up, they talked a lot about Battlefield One, and they got a, they had a huge long montage of Twitch streamers um, showing off crazy moments uh, playing multi, uh, multiplayer for Battlefield One online. Uh, and then they announced there's gonna be a new map coming in June, and then another one in July. And then the, the, I think I'm assuming the, the the big final, excuse me, map pack in September for Battlefield One. Next up, they announced that they're having the largest um, FIFA competition for esports in in their history this August. So if you're interested in that, that's the thing. Uh, FIFA 18 trailer. And then Alex Hunter, who which was the... FIFA had a story mode for their game last year. And they're bringing back the kid, Alex Hunter, from the first game. Uh, from last year into this year. And that's going to go on from there. I didn't play it, so I don't know anything about it. Um, next up, we had these awful uh, men's with blazers guys come out and try to be funny. They're a big soccer um, <laughs> host for something. I don't know. Uh, they came out and they were terrible. Uh, then we had Need for Speed Payback was shown off some gameplay trailer for that. Um, I think that's coming out sometime in October. Uh, they didn't really say release date, but I know it's been announced. Uh, next up, they had a game from the, from the creators of Brothers uh, uh, announced a game, not announced, it's been shown before, but it's a game called A Way Out. 
Uh, we got a, a trailer and then we got a gameplay trailer showing it co-op game only co-op only do couch or online uh two guys trying to break up a prison um and that's coming out early 2018 next up they had a slight little teaser of a game called anthem it is bioware's new ip uh and they were going to they were going to show the, the, the gameplay for the first time at the microsoft press conference which we will talk about later who ah, getting tired here nba live uh 18 they they actually talked about it um they didn't they showed some like slow motion replay stuff and they talked about some like you can play on the streets uh and do like 3v3 or you can do regular mode 5v5 nba basketball in an arena but they ain't showing any gameplay or anything that game was supposed to be out in march and they, they have no gameplay yet for that um next up they showed a uh story trailer for star wars battlefront 2 and they announced all the extra content maps characters dlc everything will be free no season pass and then it ended with a 20 30 minute long uh, multiplayer match um showing off the game and then also there will be a beta for battlefront 2 uh this fall for anybody that pre-orders the game Whew, i'm out of breath so <laughs> uh, what did you think of the press conference the press conference in general i did not like too much i mean it's it's more or less was focused upon their core demographic that they are focused on you know the sports gamers the ones that are going to be playing instrumental like uh, sports games every year fifa madden it is kind of interesting to see that uh, madden is in a story mode i must have uh, drifted off a bit while that mm-hmm. was being announced because <laughs> i was watching giant bomb stream oh, okay of uh, the event and stuff and i didn't really hear anything in terms of like story mode details but uh I felt the EA press conference, it just uh, it just really wasn't too interesting, other than, like, a couple of uh, content stuff. Like, for Battlefield 1, the map pack stuff, I think that's pretty cool. A Way Out was probably one of the biggest highlights of that uh, conference, because it's from the makers of, like, Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the co-op thing, that's, that's what's kind of interesting about this game. I liked this game the most because of how seamless it looks like your uh, co-op experience is it's like no matter if you're playing couch like on the couch with a friend or something or online with somebody it looks like a genuine co-op experience type of game from the get-go yeah and it and the story actually doesn't seem that bad either i think that's gonna be a surprise hit personally yeah uh i i agree with that one real quick um i like the fact they actually show like so it's always split screen with the two with the two characters and it'll actually like um it'll move the screen over to like more so like the character on the left he's taking up about 80 percent of the screen if something is ap- um, actually happening more important on his end so you're mm. always both characters are always doing something like one will be in a cutscene, the other one could be actively playing the game that seemed really cool um good for showing really for that game because we had a teaser like, a couple years ago and that was all it was but go ahead yeah other than that, though, I liked some bit of the gameplay for the the Battlefront 2 stuff by EA. I kind of liked the aspect of going and doing the aerial dogfights with the spaceships. And it was kind of funny seeing, like, all the... <laughs> seeing all the random crashes with the spaceship stuff. Like, at one point yeah. during the footage, the dude actually crashed into the freaking building. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> on accident. That, that was pretty fun to watch. But other than that, though, the other gameplay stuff looks pretty standard. It looks like it's naturally evolved from the original Battlefront, which lacked content to begin with. But uh, it looks like there's enough depth to where there's a lot of uh, player variety, there's a lot of uh, other types of game modes, 
and they're going to be supporting it with like was it free dlc i think yep everything's free no season pass yeah that's actually a pretty nice improvement considering that most of their content was locked behind the season pass with the original one yeah that was a heavy critique of the original battlefront that they released a few years ago so out of a scale of uh, a one to ten i kind of rated ea's like around a six out of ten because they had plenty of content that was appealing to their fan base but at the same time there wasn't too many surprises inside of their entirety however there were a few gems from that need for speed footage which kind of looked it looked all right and stuff it has some tidbits of what you would see from like a burnout game but uh a way out was definitely the highlight for me and then the battlefield one content it looks that looked cool that looks pretty cool that's going to be something that may eventually i could pick up battlefield one for the ps4 possibly but uh yeah that's how i stand on it what did you think tyler um kind of the same but i think is how everybody's feeling with it disappointed obviously being the big uh, madden fan as i am Mm. uh this is the first one they're actually using the frostbite engine in uh and it's been fairly well known like a lot of the games the first time they use the frostbite engine because it's ea's big engine um yeah. games the first time don't really work all that well because it's a fairly new engine and it was built mainly for first person shooters and uh mass effect andromeda uh that game was made on the um uh, the frostbite engine and it ran like crap and it still has issues mm-hmm. um with it, um, I know, I think the Need for Speed game, one of the, the last ones that came out before, had a lot of issues with it. So I'm, I wanted to see some gameplay and see how it looked, because I am curious, because the Frostbite engine is really, really, really pretty, uh, when, mm-hmm. when, but sometimes the games don't run as well. Uh, I was hoping to see some gameplay for that, but I am excited for the, the trailer, or the the story mode and the trailer. It seemed pretty cool. Um, I'm curious to see what, what how deep this goes. Uh, Battlefield 1 stuff, I actually completely forgot I own that game. I, I got it digitally like <laughs> like six months ago, and uh, so that's cool. There's you know some more um, map packs things come out for. I've never even played the online mode. Um, I did it on the Xbox One a couple times when uh, when it first came out, but I played it on my PS4. Um, so yeah, that's cool for people that are interested in that. And it's glad they're still getting some support for it. Um, don't give a shit about the FIFA stuff. Um, Men's with Blazer stuff that was that was terrible. Um, like I said, the Need for Speed Payback. <laughs> Um, gameplay bit we got. I know it's probably all um, um, streamlined and it's scripted and all that. Still yep. pretty sweet though. I think um, that could be kind of cool. I'm not a big racing fan guy. I also like Mario Kart and stuff, but uh, like I think that looked kind of like it could be fun. It was like Fast and the Furious but the video game um, which I could be down with that. I love Fast and Furious so like a video game equivalent of that. Uh, which kind of surprises cool. me which kind of surprises me, Tyler, that you never even, like, attempted to uh, play that Forza Horizon 2, like, DLC thing that was on the Xbox One for Fast I, and Furious. Yeah, I didn't have I didn't have an Xbox One when it came out. Um, I, I know I can go back and buy it, but I just haven't got around doing that. Uh, it's absolutely it worth it. Yeah, uh, I heard it's pretty great, so I need to check it out. Um, a Way Out was definitely the game of the show for, for EA. Um, yeah. That, like we already talked about, that looks absolutely incredible. Uh, the only thing that sucks is it doesn't, it's not out now because I would like, yeah I would drop the, the, well and the fact that it has its co op only can be concerning for me. Um, if you don't have someone to play with, I don't know how can you just you just hop on with the online person, a random person online like a journey type thing. Like, do you need a like how long is this game? Because if it's 
I, I imagine it's not going to be much more than like a three, four, five hour experience kind of thing. Oh no, that this so, this this kind of looked like something that was going to take a while to beat. Yeah, so I, I hope it's not like a, if it's a twenty hour game and you do one person playing this game together, that can be kind of tough uh, to do. Um, but yeah, I mean overall looked really cool. Um, the new BioWare uh, IP Anthem teaser trailer, nothing really. It was exciting to see because this is. Casey Hudson's new game, which he's the guy, the lead that made the original Mass Effect trilogy. Yep. Uh, so this is their first game they've done since Mass Effect Three. Uh, so huh. it is interesting to we finally got a finally got a glimpse of what this game is. Um, NBA Live that eighteen that was pointless. They literally showed they <laughs> not literally they almost literally showed nothing. There was almost no point. There was really no point in that thing being there. Battlefront Two, uh, I'm pretty much in for. They said all the right things. Like they listened to the fans. They showed a bunch of tweets, um, talked about over and over again, and even the CEO of EA came out and basically said, "Like, yeah, we've dropped the ball on it." And they said it a while ago about how they dropped the ball on it, and they there's things they regret doing with that. But it seemed like the, with the, all the, like the season pass, getting rid of the season pass stuff, uh, that seemed like a make good. I'm curious how many maps are going to be out there at launch, and also story mode. If that's good, uh, I'll be happy. Um, I'll probably pick. I'm gonna, I might not buy it at launch. But I'll probably I, I might pick it up around launch, depending on what people say about the story mode. Right. Um, but I, w- I would give it a six point five out of ten if we if we're doing halves here. Uh, I think I liked a little more into you just because I like Madden. Uh, yeah. And a way out was incredible. Uh, and then Star, Star Wars Battlefront Two is a is a pretty much um more likely going to buy that than not. So not a terrible conference, but um, as far as what you're used to from a E three conference, it was pretty lackluster. Mm-hmm. We'll take a deep breath here. <sighs> All right, moving on to Microsoft. Um, so this one had a lot more uh, announcements going on. It was, I think, almost twice as long as um, EA's was. So came oh, out yeah. came out right off the bat um, with Scorpio is now called the Xbox One X, which I'm calling XXX because <laughs> there's three X's in it. If you don't get that, coming out November seventh, and it'll have true 4K um, in it. And there's a bunch of big words and things that I didn't quite understand. Something about teraflops and GBs per second or something. I don't know. It sounded really impressive. Um, all Xbox One games work with the X will, and it will enhance older games. And there was a handful of games they announced will have uh, 4K patches coming later down the line for like Gears of War 4, um, I think Halo Wars, uh, Minecraft, a few other ones. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head. Gears uh, 4. Gears 4, yep. Um, it is the smallest out, um, Xbox ever, and it's uh, they announced at the end of uh, at the end of the press conference. But it's five hundred bucks. Um, Forza Motorsport Seven showed that off. Um, looks really pretty. Comes out October third. Uh, they said there'll be forty two games shown during this press conference. Twenty two will be exclusive. Uh, next up, Metro uh, Exodus uh, got a trailer for that uh, coming out two thousand eighteen. Assassin's Creed Origins. So the rumors were true. Got a trailer, and then they showed some uh, alpha gameplay as they called it. Um, there's some RPG mechanics, and there's an eagle that will actually like mark things on your maps, enemies on your maps, things like that. And uh, coming out October 27th. Uh, then next up, uh, Player Unknown's Battleground, the biggest thing going on Steam right now, uh, will be coming out exclusive uh, to Xbox One this year. Um, so that's going to be coming out. Uh, no other, they showed a little trailer for it, but nothing else other than that. Uh, the console, lo- I, I'm going to I'm going to say these differently because there's a big difference. So all throughout the podcast or podcast press the press conference, they were um, they were showing um, like world premiere or 
um, Xbox console lo- exclusive. Yeah, console exclusive or Xbox launch ex- uh, console launch exclusive. So yeah. the difference between console launch exclu- exclusive and uh, console exclusive is that launch exclusive means it's timed. So that means it, you know it's coming to PS4 eventually, but we don't we don't know when. No details about that. So first up uh, on that tr- that I'm going to try to preface those. That I, caught, I think I caught them all, but I could be wrong. Um, but console launch exclusive, Deep Rock uh, Galactic was was shown off. We got like a teaser, no gameplay. Don't really know what that is. Uh, State of Decay 2 coming out spring of 18. We got a uh, trailer with no gameplay in it. Um, it is a survival hor- survival um, zombie game. Uh, console con- that State of Decay is an actual exclusive to Xbox. Console launch exclusive, the Darwin Project. It's a cartoony graphics game. It looks still seems like it's a battleground uh, like game where it's just last man survives um next up minecraft is getting a 4k update this fall and then they showed uh, dragon ball fighter z it's a fighting game uh, coming out in early 2018 console launch exclusive um black desert online it's an mmorpg that comes out early 2018 it looks kind of like a uh like a final fantasy 14s type of game uh next up console launch exclusive the last night it is a cyberpunk futuristic game uh side scroller looks like not a lot shown in that Next up, console launch exclusive, The Artful Escape. It's a side scroller and a guy is playing the guitar. I look crazy. Uh, I don't really, not a lot shown in that either. Mm-hmm. Um, we just got a lot of in a row here. There's a lot of games that were shown with like 30 to 40 second teasers, and that's it. Uh, next up, Code Vein. It is a Bandai, Bandai Namco game coming out in 2018. It looks kind of like a uh, like a Dark, Dark Souls esque type of game. Then we we got a game, some gameplay shown of Sea of Thieves. That's coming out early 2018. Console, that's actually is an exclusive for um, Xbox One. Uh, console launch, launch exclusive, Tacoma. It's coming out August 2nd to Xbox One. No word yet on PS4. Um, then there's an exclusive game coming to Xbox called Super Lucky's Tale. It is a 3D platformer. It comes out November 7th. And it wasn't announced there, but it was actually... This is like a small kind of like $30, $20, game you get like digitally only. It is actually a full $60 title. Um, and that launches with the Xbox One X. Uh, next up, uh, Cuphead finally got a release date. That is an exclusive to Xbox One. Comes out September 29th. Then we got exclusive um, console exclusive. Uh, Crackdown 3 comes out November 7th. No gameplay shown, but another trailer. Uh, then there's a montage of like a dozen games. I don't. They didn't. Not enough to really even talk about any of those. Um, then there was a launch exclusive game, um, Ashen. Uh, it's like a weird side scrolling game. All the people have no faces. It's really weird. Um, it looks kind of cool. Uh, Life is Strange Before the Storm out August 31st. It's a three episode thing. This is not the sequel to Life is Strange. This is a, a, like a side team that is working on this. Uh, so, Life is Strange, this is not Life is Strange 2, which they announced uh, a few weeks ago as a thing. Um, next up, they showed a bunch of gameplay for Shadow of War, the Middle Earth, the sequel to, um, what is that fucking game called? Um, Shadow of Shadow. Mordor. Thank you. Um, the sequel to that, um, that's coming out October 10th. Uh, then, uh, console exclusive, uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisp, uh, sequel to Ori in the Blind Forest. Uh, no release date, nothing shown, just a guy playing a piano with a really sweet looking uh, uh, trailer with no gameplay. Uh, then they announced um, that there is, uh, they're bringing OG original Xbox games will be playable on the Xbox One via backwards compatibility, uh, via backs, backwards compatibility. That launches later this year. No word if it's going to be like you have to buy them digitally or you can put in the disc or anything like that. And then last up, they showed a fairly long gameplay tra- um, gameplay trailer for Anthem. 
Uh, it's a co-op third-person shooter game that's coming out in 2018. Whew. So overall, any so my big thing actually is anything that kind of like made you want to get an Xbox One X, pick up the Xbox One again. Anything that like stuck out to you as Microsoft killed this year. Hmm. I know that's kind of a tough one right there because one of the main reasons why I don't have an Xbox One at this current state of time is because there hadn't been enough first-party exclusives that have really sank itself into me to where I want to play them. I mean, I I have went through the whole rigmarole and stuff, but uh, if there was anything that was really close in hand or something like that, that Ori game, The Will of the Wisp, probably was like somewhat close to what I may want to play because the thing about Ori and the Blind Forest the first game it was released on the Xbox One store and PC it's Mm -hmm. a Metroidvania style game that's really artistically pleasing looking and it has some great gameplay stuff but let's see other than that though I mean oh man there really wasn't too much personally that appealed to me of why I need to invest inside of an Xbox One especially after this press conference. Now, granted, all of the stuff that Microsoft presented really appealed to its core audience and a lot of people who have grown up playing the Xbox, the original Xbox, the 360, and stuff like that. But for me personally, I have no nostalgia for the original Xbox. I never owned it. I never played games like Crimson Skies originally. I didn't play Halo up until I got an Xbox 360. I only played Halo, Halo 2, and like maybe like a handful of other games that were compatible at the time. Jade Empire was one, Knights of the Old Republic, but even so, it's that aspect of some that, uh, while I appreciate that you can play like original Xbox games and stuff like that, it's not really an incentive for me to go and just pick up an Xbox one x personally yeah but in terms of conference things themselves i think microsoft conducted themselves rather well because they showed none they showed game after game after game they have a concrete console to where they feel like is most appropriate to what uh is a you know appropriate for their user base they basically have a premium version of their xbox one s and then they have the other like xbox one s for the people who probably have not picked up one yet or if they're on the fence about upgrading their original xbox one model which to be perfectly honest i don't understand why somebody still owns an original xbox one considering that con (laughs) (laughs) i bought one four months too early okay (laughs) but my point being is they have options in place to where if a consumer if they have never bought an xbox one they got this experience and stuff where if they want to buy some that's higher end, here's the Xbox One X and stuff to where they can do the 4K native gaming. They got their whole thing for uh, if they want to, if the consumer wants to invest in a 4K TV. They got all these random like uh, free updates and stuff to up-res certain games into 4K compatibility like their main type of content that they had released last year like Gears of War 4 and stuff. Let's see... Other than that, though, what really stood out to me inside this conference was a few games. Only a few of the games right here. Let's see. Which one was... Uh, oh, God. What was the last one that they they Anthem? showed? the Yeah, Anthem. Anthem by Bioware, I thought, was the main game which I actually felt like was well done and that has probably was the most appealing in terms of uh, 
that whole press conference, to be personally on, to be perfectly honest. Because even though they showed games like Crackdown 3, they only showed a trailer of the game itself. They didn't really show too much of gameplay-wise. With Anthem by BioWare, the game looks relatively interesting. I mean, there were some scripted events that uh, played out. But at the same point, I'm interested in seeing more of the game come out. Is this game, like, exclusive to its system? Which game? Anthem? Anthem. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a cross-platformer. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. God. That actually is... Uh... Wow, thinking about that right now and stuff, I thought that thing was going to be a console exclusive because of how, like, uh, how much of an, like, emphasis that the EA placed upon showing the game upon the Microsoft's press conference and stuff. Mm-hmm. No, the basically the, the you know, there was that there was that rumor going around we talked about a month ago the big third party exclusive they picked up it's actually it turned out it seems like it turned out to be uh, Player Unknown's Battleground that's the big uh, man exclusive game they picked up oh man that's disappointing but I'll tell you what man it's <laughs> like I'll tell you what Tyler there were a bunch of like crazy little moments that kind of like put me off too dude it's like. You know that Darwin game that they were kind of playing like that was sort of yeah. a competitive, competitive game. The whole trailer is all serene and stuff. You're doing this. All of a sudden, they have an announcer just like yelling and like doing all this mm-hmm. shit like it's a commentator. I was just watching reactions like the Giant Bomb guys. And they're literally like, what's going on right now? I'm... <laughs> <laughs> it was really confusing. Yeah. And I, I felt really confused watching. It's like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> yeah. That whole part was, uh... I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I, so out of 10, what would you, what do you think you'd give it? Okay. Personally, what I would give the conference itself, I would give it a seven out of 10. I thought that Microsoft did really well in emphasizing the game content for their new Xbox console coming out. They issued a lot of the complaints that gamers have had in terms of fidelity and in terms of what they personally want to have in their gaming system. They got 4K gaming. They got up-res type of content, free DLC stuff. I mean, it does open the possibility of like a third-party company possibly having a consumer pay possibly for an update to that specific thing. But the option's there. Although, the one thing I did not really like is, uh, and I've called this too, is the name of the new Xbox. I knew that, I knew the name was going to be dumb. But Xbox One X, that is a that is a confusing name, to yeah. be perfectly honest. It, it, be- yeah. It's this I compare it more or less the Nintendo Wii and the Nintendo Wii U. And here we have a console in this day and age and stuff where we already have two Xbox One variations. The original yeah. Xbox One, the Xbox One S, and if you want to count the original Xbox, I mean that's that's pretty much like three different types of systems that sound almost alike, and then all of a sudden you have the Xbox One X. I mean, yeah. a consumer is going to go into the holiday season this this coming Christmas. Their child's going to ask, "Oh, hey, I want the new Xbox that came out." And you know what's going to happen? They're going to buy the cheapest one because they don't know the difference between the S and the X. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. Or they'll buy on the X when they really want. When they just want the S, and it can't. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, I kind of I echo a lot of the same same thoughts as you. I think the price point is a uh, little it's a little tone deaf. I understand like this is a super expensive piece of equipment they're selling. Yeah, uh, but we just went through this four years ago with them with the five hundred dollars with the Xbox One and that crash and burn on them. 
Um, I literally saw the price of the console. Like, no, yeah. no, um, no. I'm not paying five hundred dollars for that. Yeah, and like on paper, if you like reading all this stuff out, if I didn't explain anything, just to the names of the titles, mm-hmm. uh, really good show, amazing yes. show. But then you break it down. It's like okay, Metro. Uh, I so fucking excited for that game. I, I oh I, yeah, I, I did a fist pump because I love those games. Uh, non exclusive Assassin's Creed Origins, non exclusive Player yep. Unknown's Battleground, huge game right now. It's like the biggest thing going uh, gaming wise. Uh, but we see these games all the time on uh, like on Steam, like. Yep. We went through this couple of years, like for like years, like when they announced the Xbox One, Daisy and H1Z1 were the big uh, streaming and uh, Steam games, and those just come out uh, in like 2014. We haven't heard anything about those games, and I'm not saying that that's like that's going to happen with Battleground, but who's to say this thing's going to be a, a big deal in four to six months? And if it does, in fact, come out this year for the Xbox right. One, it's only been out for a few months on Steam. So, um, State of Decay Two. Uh, that game's not coming out until uh, spring 2018. Um, uh, then there's a lot of people that like that game. I'm not saying it's a bad game or thing. Uh, like, you look at a lot of these games they announced as exclusives. I think really only, like, Battleground, uh, State of Decay 2, uh, Sea of Thieves, and Crackdown, Crackdown 3, 3 are the only the four that are exclusives. Oh, and I'm sorry, uh, that's Super Lucky Tale 5. Uh, and only two of those are coming out this year. So you're coming out with wow. a new piece of hardware, and the two biggest games you have coming out this year um, are Super Lucky Tail, which looks like a decent, maybe third third 3D platformer um, that would be kind of fun for, like I said, twenty thirty bucks. It's sixty fucking dollars. Fuck you. I'm not paying. Wait, that, whoa, I, that is insane to me. Super Lucky Tail is sixty dollars. Yeah, that is insane to me. I thought that was like, oh, that could be a cool this... little. $20 game I pick up on digitally on the store. Dude, this is a game that was remade and scrapped away from a VR game. Yeah, it was an o- Oculus game and they re- they reconfigured it to be a, uh, a regular game. Um, and then Crackdown 3, their biggest game coming out this year, um, November 7th, no gameplay shown. Nothing. Well, no we gameplay shown three... at all. That concerns me deeply. Yeah. Third, it was a three minute video and Two of those minutes was Terry Crews, which I love Terry Crews. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, but, Terry Crews is awesome in that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I love like Brooklyn Nine Nine. I love all those movies he's in. But yeah, that um, yeah, that was like okay. Like we have seen nothing for that game in like two years, and come out and you show us nothing. Uh, it was just kind of like if you're trying to sell me this piece, this piece of equipment, like you didn't do it at all. And like I have no. a 4K TV or 4K TV. I had the Pro. Um, but I, yeah, I, there's a lot of stuff in this press conference I liked and I'll, I'll, let me jump on some of the things I liked. Like I said, Met, Metro, um, Exodius, yes. fuck yeah, I, that's, I don't care if, I don't care if, I know that wasn't, that's a, it's a scripted gameplay trailer, I'm not buying it because of that trailer, I'm buying it because fucking Metro and I love the Metro games. Oh yeah, uh, Assassin's Creed Origins, that, I, oh, I'm, oh, let's, I'm, let's, let's go into a little bit of the Assassin's Creed Origins yeah, uh, I mean, there's some things I liked about it. Like, they took a year off for this game, but then, like, okay, yes. cool, going to Egypt, that's cool. Uh, the Eagle stuff, where I, like, it looks like maybe I'm not going to do a thousand missions where I'm following a guy for 45 minutes. Uh, I could just <laughs> use this Eagle to fly and follow him for me. That's huge, because that's the worst part about Assassin's Creed. Yes. But once it shows some of the gameplay stuff, um, there's outside of the bow and arrow, like, that stuff looks pretty cool, and it looks like they took some... Things from like the Tomb Raider games and some Uncharted stuff. 
Uh, that stuff's kind of cool, um, but it looks like an Assassin's Creed game. Which, um, other than that, like the fighting parts, everything else looks like an Assassin's Creed game. So, oh, I don't well, know. I mean, Well, here's the thing about it that I gathered away from it. There's a game that I have been playing now for close to around 50 hours called Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands, a game uh-huh. that just released this past year. All those elements you saw in that Assassin's Creed trailer, yeah, they're inside this game. Ubisoft game makes sense. Yeah, it's a Ubisoft game, and what they've done in terms of uh, Assassin's Creed Origins, they've took the best part upon some of their other games that they've released in the past year, like, say, Watch Dogs 2, like Wildlands and stuff, their best open world aspects, and they've put it inside Origins here. So in terms of that Falcon that you get that's going to be pinpointing the things inside Mm -hmm. of uh, Wildlands, the game I've been playing, it's the drone. You have a drone that actually goes forth, like uh, labels things like maybe two or three at a time and stuff, and you press a button in order to take them out in terms of like stuff like that. And Watch Dogs 2 had the exact same thing. We had a drone you could fly around and do the same thing with. Exactly, exactly. Then you have the UI, which is really similar, and then you have, like, uh, the level progression, too. That's new in Assassin's Creed. That's something I've never seen before. They do have some RPG elements to it, which could be cool, yeah. Dude, that's that's awesome. If anything, that makes me actually feel like I want to go and buy another Assassin's Creed game, because it's got an open-world type of aesthetic where it's kind of unlike the other type of Assassin's Creed games. It totally gives off the vibe that it's not going to be sectioned off into sequence by sequence like how other games in the series have been. This looks like it's going to be a open world style of game where I can go and accomplish things in terms of like each type of individual sort of sectors and then go forth and complete certain story missions, complete things here and there and stuff, a lot of infiltration stuff. Hell, that actually kind of has me excited to it. I mean, I'm glad I'm wrong about my prediction about the game coming out in 2019. I mean, <laughs> this yeah. looks like it's it may be solid. I'm actually kind of more excited seeing it. But uh, I'm definitely not going to play it on the Xbox. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's the thing, especially with that. Um, I'm, I'm glad you're excited for it because, like, like I said, I... I... I've talked about Assassin's Creed. I Dude. spent a lot of time on this show talking about Assassin's Creed. Dude, I Played would not... Go ahead. I would not have been even remotely interested in playing this Assassin's Creed game if not for one of my friends turning me on to Wildlands and then me enjoying Wildlands for what it is right now. I'm highly thinking about platinuming that game. And so if the same elements are inside Assassin's Creed Origins, that actually may be another game that I'm going to be sinking a lot of time in. And I'm, I'm actually kind of excited now. For that game that's good I'm, I'm happy you're happy like i i want you know like i like i like this has three games to a point there's i definitely was a burnout factor in the last few oh no um, shit especially with unity being the way it, broken the way it was um i thought the last oh, one was actually pretty good i can't remember what it's called syndicate um, syndicate thank you that was pretty good like when they're great they're great but when yes. they're when they're bad they're bad and there's some Dependent- there's a lot yeah, a lot but, of pinnacle, a lot of pinnacle stuff in the, the Assassin's Creed series. You got Assassin's Creed Two. I mean, Syndicate would obviously be up there and stuff. Then you have like four. games like Brotherhood and like Four, actually, with the pirate ship stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. I just there's a lot of mechanics in that game that uh, were just needed to go away, and they they kind of relied on some of the same things over again. They never really progressed. Black Flag, they progressed, and they took like twenty steps backwards after that. Um, so I'm hoping that they do, and they, they change things up, and they take they evolve what they don't, because I know Ubisoft loves 
having a lot of the same elements in all their games. So, um, like, I love Watch Dogs 2, so I'm hoping that it's, you know, it's, it's good. I mean, I know it's totally different. One's in uh, 5000 BC, one's in 2016 uh, San Francisco. So, um, I know <laughs> not the same elements, but I hope they kind of, you know, the, some of the gadgets and things you have work out well. I'm interested with the whole how the Assassin's Creed, the Assassin Templar stuff happened. So that could be cool because there is a decent story there. It's just a lot of bullshit. I think it's a reboot. There. So there's a lot of stuff. Honest. <laughs> I hope. You know, I think. I think. I wouldn't be surprised if it is to a certain point. But um, yeah. I mean, I'm hopeful. I really am. I want this to be good. It's probably not going to be a day one, especially when uh, uh, day one buy for me, especially with it being uh, smack dab in the middle of the holiday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think South Park comes out like a week before that. Really? Um, what What was it going to come out on? Like October 27th is when Assassin's Creed oh. comes out. Damn, so. okay. That's traditional of the series. Yeah, it's usually like the last Tuesday or Friday before uh, November. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that really might make a big deal for me is, is uh, Extra Life is the following week. Uh, oh, yeah. So that could be my Extra Life game because Black Flag was my Extra Life game a couple years ago. Or oh, yeah. Two years ago, whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, just kind of moving on down, though. Like uh, that Darwin project, that just looks, that game looks bad to me, especially announcing that right after they announced Battleground. Oh, no shit. It's the exact same game, basically game, but this one's wackier, and it's, car- it's cartoon graphics. Um, they yeah. obviously try to make it seem like it was another like Overwatch or fucking Battleborn, you know? Yeah, but it's just like all the big games that everybody's coming out talking about. Metro, Assassin's Creed, The Last Night, Artful Escape, uh, Tacoma. Like, all these games are non-exclusive. Yeah, at all. Ori and the Will and the Wisp. That's another exclusive. There's actually six exclusives, but there's Cuphead no... is exclusive. Oh, but yeah, it's like Cuphead. that. That one's yeah. going to release this year too. We so forgot. To they have seven, so not bad. But only only two of them come out this year again. Lucky Tales. That game's probably no one's going to give a shit about, and that's the knack of the console launch. And then Crackdown <laughs> Three, which we know really we we know what the game is in general, but we haven't really seen anything about it. Uh, so I think. There is a lot of cool stuff in there, but once you break it down, um, it, it's pretty bad. Like Anthem, Anthem looks sweet. That game looks incredible. But yes. we've been fooled so many times before. I mean, I've been fooled. I, I do this to myself every year. There's a game that I get super hyped for, and it comes out, and it's like, that game was not very good. Like, Division was my game of the show two years running, and I, I hated that game when yep. it came out. Look at a game like Watch Dogs. That game was shown for the first time. That game... Uh, looked nothing and played nothing like the way it was it was shown off. I mean, there's then there was No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky. That thing went on for felt like a generation. Uh, of we get fooled every year by really cool scripted uh, gameplay. Uh, so I mean, I'm excited. I'm I'm not excited because the way as much as the way it looked, but more just that. Like I said, Casey Hudson is behind this game, and I love the right. Aspect, uh, original Mass Effect trilogy. Um, or in the in the Will of the Wisp. That game is probably badass because Blind Force is a great fucking game. I yes. wish I liked it more because, and it's not because I don't. It's, it's a bad game. Like I said, it's a fantastic game. I just it's, it's hard. really hard, and it's just I'm not a big Metroidvania guy. So, but and Life is Strange Before the Storm. I already pre-ordered that. I bought that. <laughs> I love Life is Strange. And I'll <laughs> of give course me, give you me, did. Give me more of it. It's a prequel to it, so uh, I'm excited for that. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff to be excited about. Like I said, but it's just. I can get most of that shit somewhere else. Like, yeah. And if I have to wait 30 days to get it on my PS4 or whatever, I'll wait. You know, The number one thing that this conference, I feel, 
instilled upon me is I am probably going to buy a PlayStation 4 Pro before I would even attempt to try and even mostly interested in trying to get an Xbox One X. Yeah. Yeah. That's all it did. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And the reason I got a Pro, I got a Pro instead of my one, my, uh, like, why I would get in one X is because, you know, my PS4 is my, is my dedicated gaming console. You, yes. Everybody on this, on this podcast, all four of us that are on this show, not currently, but that host a show. All of us, like, their PS4 is our main console. And then yep. the, the Switch is our side bitch, you know? <laughs> That's what it is. Side bitch. Yeah, so, um, and I think half of us, Justin owns an Xbox One. I own an Xbox One. Uh, I look at this list, and I look at what I can't play anywhere else, and Cuphead's the only reason I'm going to be turning Xbox One on this year. Unless they and have that, something else. And that was mostly the reasoning why that uh, the Xbox One was pretty much like... Uh, that's the type of thing that I looked at and stuff when I had the Xbox One and yeah. stuff because I'd be going months at a time not playing because there wasn't that exclusive that I wanted to play. Yeah, for months. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it worked out like last generation. It worked out great with me being 360 was my main console, and then I had the the PS3 as my side bitch then. But there was it seemed like there was three four big exclusive games coming out every every year for that thing. Sometimes and then like there's Big exclusive ones, and then there was like a handful of smaller indie games you could play on there. Yeah, uh, and we're going with this. There's really not outside if you can't wait thirty days. And there's certain games. I mean, I'll probably if it's, I'll probably pick them up on the Xbox One just because if I'm like the last night, it, I might just pick because that game just going off what we saw. I might pick that up on there, uh, but like like that. There's no release date for that. Nothing for that at all. Yeah, it was just like like I said, it's cool stuff there um but it's like it's like the 22 exclusive games but most of those aren't actually exclusives they're timed uh right which, um, they're very you know very loose terms with that like yeah i don't know uh i'm definitely excited like i said metro that's uh coming out of this i mean what would be your game of the press conference for for microsoft the game of the press conference for microsoft in my honest opinion going through looking back on it i mean there were some plenty of like uh decent games but if i had to pick one that may be the most appealing for like the show in general i think that anthem probably was the most appealing you know it had the most appeal to it it wasn't an exclusive game yet but uh it had enough interest in it to I feel it was probably the most interesting type of game which I would love to actually have some fun with. Yeah, uh, that's fair. Uh, mine's Metro. It, obviously, yeah, I yeah, understand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's not because of the like I said, not because of the gameplay, just because it's Metro. Yeah, because uh, it's it's I can understand the Metro stuff. I mean, that Metro thing actually looks pretty fucking cool. I think yeah. the scale of things, like the hierarchy, it's like. I have Anthem in number one, then I, like, have, like, uh, Metro, probably number two, then I have Assassin's Creed Origins in, like, number three okay. for my interest factor of the conference and stuff. Yeah. I, I mean, if we're doing one, two, three, be Metro probably the last night, and then The Artful Escape probably be my top three. Um, yeah. So none of those are exclusives. Yeah, I thought I thought the Artful Escape kind of looked sort of like ab- abstract, you know, because of how like uh, the thing, you know, how the artistical style and stuff. It kind of mm-hmm. 
it's kind of weird, but yeah. who knows? Maybe you'll be maybe we'll be able to get into it like you know when it yeah. does come out. Yeah, two uh, D strat scroller guy playing a guitar. I don't know. It, it was, we got like twenty thirty second teaser some gameplay in it and it looked crazy. <laughs> uh, but I mean, it was it was enough. You you have my attention. That's what I'll say. Right. Um, I mean, I'm kind of with you on. I I like this uh, a lot more than the uh, EA one. But I'm kind of grading on a curve, um, I think, with this. Because I think there's way more expectations with yes. uh, Microsoft, um, obviously, with new console and being twice the time. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of echoing your thoughts again with the 7 out of 10 for me. Okay. Uh, not we're, I think we're a lot more to be negative on. But overall, there's still a lot of cool stuff shown. Um, and some things yeah. to be excited for as a gamer in general. There's a lot of good stuff coming out. So yes, and what um, we have, and what we do have to understand is, in correlation to say, like the past couple of press conferences that they have and stuff, this was mostly focused directly upon games. Yeah, like it kind of was like with last year's and stuff, where there were some little bits. Like a few years ago, we obviously remember like the reveal of the Xbox One being yeah. like TV, TV, movies, TV, and then like sports. little emphasis on games and you have sports and this and that, but. This one felt like it was more cohesive of, okay, here are all the games that we are working on in terms of, like, exclusives, console exclusives, launch exclusives, and, like, the third-party stuff. It felt consistent if you were a hardcore Xbox, like, Xbox fan in general. But for everyone else that uh, has already the other systems and stuff, it just really didn't do too much at all for them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I, I, I thought, I, the, I've said before, that every, well, the last couple, I think this is the third year in a row, I think they've had a pretty good pretty good yeah. press conference. But unfortunately, I mean, I thought I, I last year I thought theirs was just as good, if not better, than Sony's. But unfortunately, right. the games are not panning out. Like, they look really good in these press conferences. Uh, they sound good. Um, the hype is good. But then the games come out, and they don't pan out um, the way they hope for, or the way gamers hope for. Um, and I'm hopeful, I'm hopeful that that changes here. Um I hope so. They have done a good job, and they found a good Sony found I think the perfect um, E3 formula, where it's just game, 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 game. Oh, you don't like that game? Well, just wait twenty seconds. Here's another game you might be interested in. And they yeah. did, they did the same thing here, where there was there like, I was having trouble keeping up typing this stuff out as it was happening, uh, and watching and trying to be like paying attention at the same time. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like we've been saying, uh, a lot of good games, but usually Sony has a lot of good games. And a lot of them are exclusive, so oh yeah, uh, this not so much. Um, yeah, before we leave, um, I so something weird happened to me earlier after um, I went to hop on and play Mass Effect Andromeda because I'm playing that uh-huh. now. I'll talk, about, I'll talk about sometime probably next week, or whatever. Um, but I turned my PSN uh, or PlayStation Four, so I had to go into the PSN store and uh, see if I could download Life is Strange for the Storm, and uh, could luckily. But when I was doing that, so you know how like on the the left side of the screen, I'll be like, "What's new? Hot hot deals or what's yes. hot and hot deals and whatever." Um, so there, I saw two things that stuck out to me: uh, PS4 bundles and best of PS3. So I'm like, "That's new." I, I go, yeah. I usually go on my PS the PSN store mo- like almost every day to see what's on there, see what's yeah. like, anything new, whatever. Um, so I'm like, okay, I'll check it out. So I, I clicked on best of PS3. And I clicked, I clicked X, whatever, it panned over, and the screen turned blue for like three or four seconds, and it just kind of froze. I'm like, oh, what's going on? And then it popped up saying, this content is currently not available. And it kicked me out of the what? store. Yeah, so it kicked me out of the store. It took me back to the main screen, my main uh, homepage or whatever. 
Um, so I went back in the store and that stuff's gone. Oh my gosh. So I don't know if something kind of came out before it's supposed to or what that was all. Maybe it could be nothing. I don't know. We could, we'll come back to this tomorrow and it could be nothing. That could be something. Whoa, 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 whoa. So basically you went on the PSN store to do the pre-ordering the Life is Strange and Mm -hmm. then you saw something that has potentially the, the best of PS3 on PS4? Yeah, it's just, yeah, best of PS3 and then PS4 bundles. I didn't click on PS4 bundles. PS4 I clicked, just clicked bundles. on. I, I was like, I should probably take a screenshot of this. This looks fishy. And you should have got, done that <laughs> before I got a chance. Like as soon as I, I before I got a chance, for, as soon as I even thought to go get my phone, it said currently not available. Kick me out. Oh uh, so man, could be something. Like I said, we could come back to, tomorrow. I'm like, holy crap! That that like or like you know that was something leaked a little early there. I I went on Twitter to see if. I was searching for it to see if I could find anything on it. Uh, I can't find anything on it. Or I looked, I Googled it. I can't see if it happened to anybody else. Maybe I'm not searching for the right terms. I don't know. Um, but it could be to come back tomorrow and it it was just like a weird glitch. But it's just, you know, E3 going on 24 hours before your press conference and that happens just a little fishy. So. Well, let me ask you something. It was an actual, like, selectable thing on the left side of the bar, right? Yep. Yep. But just when I selected it, it just it, it froze for a few seconds and it kicked me out so hmm. i couldn't see anything like off to the right side so yeah yeah that's know. that's really suspicious man i mean well let's see maybe it's potential like backwards compatibility things for ps3 stuff on the ps4 so. store i hope so uh cross figures from metal gear solid four um so yeah that is kind of the show for the day um we'll be back like i said tomorrow talking about uh bethesda ubisoft and sony oh um, yeah so yeah can't wait for that uh but Thank you guys for listening. I was your host, I was Tyler. And I have been Colonel Gables. So until next time, everyone, have a happy E3. And (laughs) anything can happen in the world of video games. Mm -hmm. And don't drink and drive. (laughs) Bye, guys. See ya.